The following was recorded live as part of Derby Comedy Festival in front of a live studio audience. All about Eurovision and that. The Guildhall Theatre in Derby. Um, if you didn't come, never mind. The video bits that we mentioned in the course of the show are all available on our YouTube channel or will be in the next couple of days. Thank you very much. Enjoy the show. On Monday, I will commence the process set out under our Referendum Act. And I will go to Parliament and propose that the British people decide our future in Europe through an in-out referendum on Thursday, the 23rd of June. If we vote leave and take back control, I believe that this Thursday can be our country's Independence Day. Right now, voters in Great Britain are voting to decide if they should leave the European, European Union. The majority seem to be leaning toward Britain leaving the European Union. The decision taken in 1975 by this country to join the common market has been reversed by this referendum uh, to leave the EU. The dawn is breaking on an independent United Kingdom. £150 million a week we send to the EU, which we will no longer send to the EU. Can you guarantee that's going to go to the NHS? No, I can't, and I, and I would never have made that claim. A dramatic fall in the value of the pound, and economists are calculating the full impact of the vote on working families. As the results came in, the pound continued to fall. Well, I have to say, you're not laughing now, are you? I will do everything I can as Prime Minister to steady the ship over the coming weeks and months. But I do not think it would be right for me to try to be the captain that steers our country to its next destination. Brexit means Brexit, and we are going to make a success of it. The United Kingdom is leaving the European Union. This is an historic moment from which there can be no turning back. I wish there was something to take our minds off all this Brexit stuff. Hey kids, do you want something to take your minds off all of this Brexit stuff? Yeah! <laughs> How about as an internationally recognised singing competition? Hmm? We're seeing stuff like this is regarded as completely normal. We. Oui. How about a singing competition that has consistently showcased the very worst European music? Da! How about a historic song contest that's run every year since 1956? See! Then the Eurovision Song Contest is probably actually not worth bothering with. It is really actually quite appallingly bad. <sighs> But fortunately, Verbal Discharge's Eurovision referendum show ought to be much better. They've done this sort of thing loads. Now, doesn't that sound good? Say it! Then, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the stage Verbal Discharge! Smooth. It's okay, and nobody saw us enter that back room. That was done seamlessly. 
none of that ha- it's amazing that none of that happened and yeah I remember it there's been no <laughs> problems so far it's just oh god nothing up of nativity <laughs> all completely fine I like the way that that video promoted the show that we're doing at the show itself. Yeah, admittedly, yeah. I didn't consider that it might get played during this bit, so yeah, I should... So, we, we, yeah. just, so if any of you want to come to Village Judges Eurovision referendum, um, well, come along on May the 11th. Well, it's too late now, it started, so... Yeah. Oh. Well, if any of you want to come to Verbal Discharge's US election special, then perhaps come on November 16th, um, 2016. <laughs> uh, yes, any of you three. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so, hi everyone, how, how are we all doing? Um, thank you, thank you for everyone for coming. Um, this is our Eurovision referendum, because um, obviously we all need something to take our minds away from all of this sort of Brexit political humdrum. Yeah. So, we've come here to celebrate Eurovision. Um, as a general sort of show of if we've got any fans in, is anybody genuinely a fan of Eurovision here? Yeah. 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 A few, a few mildly raised hands. I enjoy it. I mean... Clearly not that big fans because you'd be watching the semi-final instead, which is on right now in a. Active oh shit! Am I missing it? Yeah. <laughs> active scheduling that was beyond our hands, but there we go. Um, Shall we introduce ourselves? Yeah, yeah, that's probably a good start. Um, hi, my name is James. Um, I'm beyond apathetic towards Eurovision. It, it interests me not in the slightest. Ideal panelist. Um, my name's Robbie. Hello. I once uh, was confused in Cardiff Bay for this year's Eurovision entrant, Lucy Jones. Not for her, uh, but for her ex-boyfriend. <laughs> but, I, but then I realised it wasn't actually me that was confused for them. It was the person stood next to me. Oh, d- yeah. so did you do a sort of like, oh, no, I'm not. And yeah, then... because she used to go out with a, a Welsh rugbyman called Lee Halfpenny, and someone went, look bad, it's Lee Halfpenny! And I thought they were pointing at me. Uh, and they weren't because I was 14 and clearly not a professional rugby player. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and they then, I then realised they pointed to the guy next to me. But I had a moment of thinking, do I look like angelic baby face winger Lee Halfpenny? It's because Robbie is every man in Wales. He <laughs> <laughs> just wears a very, uh, various disguises. There's actually no one else who lives there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, playing, yeah, the, the entire rugby team is just me 15 times. I it get is. exhausted running around having it, to get into all the different positions. It's Robbie, a collection of mirrors, and a big smoke <laughs> machine. <laughs> Um, hi, I'm, I'm Jordan. I've spent a whole week staying up till three in the morning to, to research Eurovision. And oh boy, <laughs> that's been fun. How's that gone for you? Um, it, it was kind of interesting because like, I think Eurovision hits you with the charm at the beginning. It's like, oh, this, yeah. this wacky, zany, you know, this, this fantastic thing. And then you realise that it's just kind of like the rejects that have been sent out, I don't know, to wherever the Eurovision is this year. Um, it's, cl- it, it's actually yeah. it's a bit of a topical one. Yeah, it's yeah. in Ukraine. Yeah. There's there's a bit of a um, sort of some some political tension surrounding it this year. Should Ben introduce himself first? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry, yeah. Ben. Sorry, Ben. Uh, I'm Ben, and I've actually because of a uh, horrible disease, I've actually developed Eurovision. <laughs> <laughs> what happened? It's not funny. My eyes don't work anymore. <laughs> <laughs> what What are the symptoms of Eurovision? I'd say something hilarious and topical and and. And uh, satirical, but my eyes just don't work, Robbie. <laughs> do you do you look at people and instead of seeing how they actually seem, it's like a sort of an episode of Scrubs, and what you see is is them in full Eurovision makeup and gear, see, um, and they're always singing overproduced pop songs. See, I'd like to say that happened because it'd be funny, but, <laughs> <laughs> but but James, my eyes don't work anymore. <laughs> So, um, now we do have a little bit of a tradition um, mm. 
that we do every every single show, um, and we're not tired of it yet. You might be. Um, now, would anybody be willing to wager that they have travelled the furthest for the show? Because there is an exciting prize in store for you. Is anybody okay? We've we've, we've got some hands being raised across the board there. Who's who, who's come so far? Who's travelled all the way to here? I, I Neil. Mansfield. Ugh. See, that's exotic that's, uh, location. Uh, <laughs> and Mansfield in Eurovision this year. <laughs> <laughs> Have they been banned too, like Russia? Okay, Mansfield's a fair distance. A fair distance. It's like what half an hour's drive. <laughs> Definitely. Longer. That was traffic, though. Half an hour plus. How much traffic was there? <laughs> How are you still awake, Neil? <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. Okay, who else was there? I couldn't actually see. Is that Emma? Where have you come from? That's that's pretty far. That's pretty far. Can anybody can anybody top Stoke? Has anyone been further than come further than Stoke? Amazing Stoke. There's, there's a basing in front of that Stoke. <laughs> oh wait, is that is, are they two different places? They're different yeah. places. <laughs> what what about uh, wait? Is a Stoke and Stoke on Trent the same thing? It's Basing Stoke. What, what's Basingstoke? <laughs> oh, it's in the south. Right, okay. It's like Basingstoke, Stoke-on-Trent and Basingstoke. Are they like, are they the different, the upper evolutions of that Pokemon? Like, <laughs> you give it a Stoke Stone, which is probably like crack or something, and then it goes up a bit more. <laughs> okay, I, I, think, I think that's quite firmly a winner. Yeah. Did anyone feel they can beat that? Beat Basingstoke? Okay. There are clearly no cities in the room. Um, <laughs> in that case, it's normally your thing. You normally do. Oh yeah, sorry, yeah. it's normally my thing. Ladies and gentlemen, could we have a drum roll, please? Could you please come to the stage, Emma? You have come from Basingstoke, <laughs> and you have won this loaf of bread. Hey! <laughs> may you treasure it forever. Whole meal, may I add? Oh, and all the meals. <laughs> That's, that's that full-bore brown bread shit. We spare no expense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, think of all the things you can do with bread in Basingstoke. You can toast it in Basingstoke. You can, you can make a sandwich in Basingstoke. Butter it in Basingstoke. What you if you were to go to the furthest ponches of Basingstoke and put a slice of bread on each? <laughs> Could you make a Basingstoke <laughs> sandwich? Oh my yeah. god. You just well, semantics. Welcome to the Basingstoke referendum with Phil Discharge. <laughs> <laughs> it's an entire evening of this. Should, should we actually talk about Eurovision? Yeah, this do. is probably a thing yeah. we should do. So, Eurovision, I, I think it's a bit of a weird one. I, I have no affection for it whatsoever, <laughs> as I've outlined. Um, I think it's a complete waste of time. Um, I, I feel quite a strong element of resentment towards it almost see I, I really enjoy Eurovision I look forward to it every year I watch both semi-finals except for this year where I'm missing obviously a show on Eurovision um, just <laughs> a, an extra level of dedication really um, did anyone watch it last year? no nope. no, no? okay um, my favourite entrant last year was Belgium's uh, which was sort of like a Michael Jackson song if it was actually sung by a young Belgian girl rather than just someone that wanted to look like one um, so I <laughs> sing. Take yeah. that, Michael Jackson. <laughs> I mean, why did Michael seven Jackson years like a young Belgian girl? Late. <laughs> <laughs> I, he, he began to edge towards that particular. A aspect. young Belgian girl. <laughs> he tried. He tried. In <laughs> particular, Belgian. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he just maybe he just like waffles. I don't know. Um, 
But yeah, those are children, Robbie. <laughs> Um, my 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 favourite entry was the sock puppet from Basingstoke. Um, <laughs> no, there was actually a sock puppet though. There, it mm. was it was an Irish sock puppet, and I thought they really missed out the chance to like have a Hessian sack of potatoes instead <laughs> as, as kind of their mascot. What's what's the difference between a regular sock puppet and an Irish sock puppet? One's from Ireland. <laughs> Did you have a punchline for there that? There are no jokes. No, I, I realised that sounded like an actual joke, but that's the, that, there was no punchline. Hey, kids, do you know what's the difference between a sock puppet and an Irish sock puppet? One smells of whiskey. It's going to be along those lines. Joke. Say, but my dad wasn't Irish. <laughs> <laughs> no, a sock puppet. The Scoutmaster's breath wasn't Irish. <laughs> oh. Well, wow. the <laughs> So there has been, we began to touch on it a moment ago, um, some controversy surrounding this year's Eurovision regarding, in particular, the Russian entrant or not, as the case yeah. may be. Um, can someone talk for a moment while I get my notes that I've written down, the name of the entrant? <laughs> yeah, that's okay. Basically, the Ukraine was like, fuck off, Russia. And Russia's like, mate, why? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty accurate summary, actually. <laughs> that's, that, it's literally word for word. <laughs> So obviously there's been conflict between the two, I think it's fair to say. I think yeah. the, the two have not been on the best terms of late. Um, and so the Ukraine, I think, right from the outset, were talking about banning the Russian entrance. Um, and then they happened to, Russia entered, I think because they knew this was going to happen, a lady called Yulia Samoliova. Yeah, and with yep, that inflection. Right. Yep. Um, you know when we did the US election show? The most uh-huh. complicated name I had to learn for that was Bob Dole. <laughs> Here I am with you, Mr. Semelyonov, um, who is a disabled individual uh, mm-hmm. in a wheelchair permanently, has uh-huh. been since she was six, mm-hmm. um, and she's been banned from entering the competition uh, on the grounds that she once visited Crimea through. Apparently, there's only one um, one entrance point you had to get into Crimea through now since Ukraine have become a bit um, dissatisfied with. Russia. Is that is um, that just what they've said? They're like, sorry, there's political tension. You can't come in. Do you think it's maybe just a cover up for their lack of disability access to the stage? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, is that, yeah, but that, that's really covering it up. Like, rather than them like, being Russian and saying, oh no, disability access, we're just saying like, saying like, say, well, like, no, you've you've been to Russia. <laughs> Fuck off. I like I like that. How's that? That, that that's their cover story because yeah. they can't afford two planks of wood <laughs> yeah, or, or yeah. like a little ramp. <laughs> So we just ban them completely and further political tension. Um, the Ukraine's deputy first minister, if, here we go, um, Ermine Zubatavarov, uh, there's an A on the end, I missed that. Um, who, yeah, Russia, so the Ukraine's deputy first minister, the second in command of Russia, which, no, sorry, <laughs> Ukraine, oh boy, that was a Freudian slip, wasn't it? Um, Putin will be happy <laughs> with that one. Um, so the Ukraine, uh, yeah, the, the deputy PM president equivalent of the Ukraine, uh, which sounds like an impressive position to be commenting on your vision until you realise it's essentially Ukraine's Nick Clegg, um, is... <laughs> <laughs> he, he said, this is a game played by Russia to send this physically disabled contestant. They are squeezing out as many political benefits as they can. Oh my so God. they... They accused them, Russia, deliberately of sending a disabled contestant so that they could score extra political points when the Ukraine banned them. And they could say, look at them. They're offensive to disabled people. They're disabledist. 
I like that that's sort of their one-up. Like, like yeah. it, never mind that Russia invaded and killed a shit ton of Ukrainians. Like, yeah, but you wouldn't let one person in, so... <laughs> Who's really got the moral high ground here? <laughs> <laughs> um, she said, in response, I fail to see how a young, a little girl like me can pose a threat to the country of the Ukraine. That's exactly what a threat would say. <laughs> <laughs> I've packed this wheelchair full of C4. <laughs> I <laughs> Putin's secret strategy. Um, See so yeah. oh, no, it. Go on. I didn't have anything okay. to say. Well, you better have something to say because uh, we've each got, uh, we're going to go about this, we've each got sort of one point prepared or so uh, about Ooh, your visions. Can I do mine? Up. And yeah, you're going to go first, yeah. Right, so. Um, one of the things that I'm really not quite fond of about Eurovision is how driven it is by the contestants. Like, like you basically, you get your Eurovision contestants, and they well, hide no, in if, the... they're, if they're all in wheelchairs, they'd be driven by it. Okay, I'm not going to finish <laughs> or, that joke. Or I'm around. not going to finish that joke. So basically, they, they sit in their in their dressing rooms, presumably surrounded by prostitutes and cocaine, um, just acting real, real prima donnas about the entire thing, and they're just they're just overwhelmingly vicious to almost everyone that they come across and I've actually been looking around when I was doing my research for the show I found clips of this year's Croatian contestant um, talking um, to the stage director about how he wants his show to look and if you look very very carefully into his eyes you can actually see the point where he realises that the camera's there and he has to be a bit nicer to everyone Beautiful! Oh, I don't have any anything to say. Anything against it? No. I I can say thank you. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. Yes. The sound is great. We need more ambiance. We need more richness of the arena. So, like a bit church, a bit a bit hall. Should we, should we try to just side light you here? Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. This is too much light. Yeah. I wanted the power the cut. Just like a scary movie exactly. kind of a sh- yeah, lighting. <laughs> yes, like I'm... Side shot 27, side light only from stage right. Like, I, I don't know what I, what, what I see in my head actually, but... I think if we have, if we have this face, uh, this part of the face dark... If we, the light is only coming from the side. And I can okay, yes, yes, I get it, I get it, yeah, you're right. Look at that beautiful It's beautiful, yeah, okay. okay. I have nothing else to say, actually. And I really like the part of that where he, he's clearly making all these suggestions, and then they say, no, we can't do that, and he's like, fine. <laughs> yeah, I've got nothing else to add. Why do you want it to be like a scary movie? Why is he presenting <laughs> present himself like that? It's like, please, I want everyone to know that I'm just, I'm a, I'm a murderer. Do you know what be really great? If my head could twist all the way around, like in The Exorcist. <laughs> um, no, my favourite bit of that. soup over the audience, that would be fantastic. My favourite bit of that, there was one bit where the guy was talking, and in the background you could see one guy, he seemed to be holding a pack of butter, like with a foil wrap on, and he seemed to sort of lift it up and like look around as if any, does anyone else want any butter? And the moment of like... Then he sort of realised, he started looking at like, what am I doing with a pack of butter? You know what, Robbie? I'm really glad that you've mentioned that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, because boy. I've zoomed in on that man. <laughs> really? <laughs> um, I, I think he's eating a sandwich I didn't, and then at I, one I, point I, offers out what's left. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. Yes. There he is. The sound is great. We need more ambience. We need more richness of the arena. So like a bit church, a bit, a bit hall. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It, lo- it looks more like it was eating a sandwich. It's like, wait, where did sandwich come from? <laughs> <laughs> Look, 
No, the, the, the bit I really like about that as well is how I'm assuming that all the guys behind them are the people that have been doing all the sound and the mm. video and everything for it. And they've probably spent hours and hours and hours just tuning everything so it's just right. And then these people come in and say, no, nah, scrap all that. Let's not bother with any of that. Which presumably leads to faces like this one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's an incredible sight. I will kill that man. <laughs> I like how they're all wearing officially branded Eurovision T-shirts as well just to be on message. They get kicked out if they don't. <laughs> they get, they, they get, they get oh, ejected from the premises. Okay, what, what, if they, what if they're in a wheelchair? wheelchair they get wheeled out then. You know, I, you know, I had this thought when I was sort of looking into the, the whole thing about the Russian contestant being disabled and thought, this could be really funny or it could just be loads of disabled, racist, ho- like um, xenophobic <laughs> jokes, which is probably a bad idea and that's increasing what it's turning into. So, um, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> There is no comedic line. <laughs> so that's all I've got to say about that. Mm. I, I think that gives us an, an, an exciting glimpse. I, I think that when you look at Eurovision, you get to see all of the production value and all of the glitz and all of the glamour. You don't get to see the dozens of people that labour away intensively behind the scenes. So um, if we'd all just like to take a moment of silence. No, we don't have to do that. <laughs> Especially for that man. With his, he has... He, he is so close to fucking murdering someone. He is yeah. fed up with your shit. <laughs> I will pull your head off. <laughs> um, so another one, one of my favourite things about Eurovision is the... Um, now, the great thing about Eurovision happened in the last sort of 15, 20 years is that, essentially, in order to reach the widest possible audience, an awful lot of singers from different countries will write songs in English despite the fact that some of them outright don't speak English, some of them speak it's like a third or fourth language, and yet they're trying to write songs in English, um, which leads to a lot of wonderfully sort of mistranslated or awful lyrics. Uh, and I thought, wouldn't it be great to do a quiz on this? Oh, um, boy. So uh, I want to present what I call the... Your vision referendum, there we go. Um, the, the Your vision, is this a lyric or is this not a lyric? Or is this a trick question? Oh, shit, I've given away the fact there might be a trick question in the quiz, in the name of the quiz quiz. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I want to apologise first as well, because I feel like I probably could have found an awful lot of better examples of this. But doing it required... I listened to sort of like 80 or 90 Eurovision songs in preparation. Jesus. and that, Yeah. There, there comes a point where, A, you just think, well, that's not badly translated. That's just shit songwriting. <laughs> um, there comes a point where you think, that's, that's like Ireland, so clearly they can speak English. So that's shit songwriting. Um, <laughs> or, or you get to the point where you've been listening to 80 or 90 and you just begin to tune out because you can't pay attention to every lyric in every Eurovision song for 80 or 90 Eurovision songs. Uh, which is also clearly shit songwriting. Um, but I've got, a, I've got an example question that isn't one of these, but I just wanted to include it uh, in the quiz. Um, so it isn't really... There's no points for this one. There's no points I'm for I'm actually really excited. I love quizzes. <laughs> <laughs> so um, the first question, this isn't really part of, the, part of the quiz. True or false? Ireland included a fart in their lyrics in their entry in 2009. Wait, it's in, it's in the official lyrics. It's in... So like, when you go on metrolyrics.com and you look up... <laughs> You look up the song lyrics, and it's kind of like, potato, potato, clo- <laughs> clover fart. <laughs> potato, potato, clover fart. Which is now my cat. That, that, 
That's now my catchphrase oh for the show. Oh my god. Hi, it's Jordan, potato, potato, clover fart. <laughs> Jesus Jordan, Christ. Jordan, I'm going to make sure that's to, like, on my gravestone. Into your fucking tombstone. <laughs> <laughs> Jordan Reynolds, 1992 to 2019, Clover Clover. Why am I going to die in two years? Well, I wanted to give you a little bit of time left. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that's, that's all the time it's going to take to tell the angriest Irish people we know about what you've said. <laughs> um, so, yeah, do we think that Ireland included the thought in the lyrics? Well, it's got to be true now. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because I said I'm looking forward to yeah, including it. Um, so, yeah, this is a clip from Dustin the Turkey, because in 2009, Ireland sent a puppet turkey called Dust in the Turkey. Dust? Oh, really? Yes! He <laughs> <laughs> sang a song called Arlande Douzepois, which for those of you that can't speak fluent French like me, uh, means <laughs> in French, Ireland 12 points, which is the maximum number of points that a country can give to Ireland. Uh, here's a clip from... <laughs> this can't be. This Arlande absolutely can't be real. ...by Dust in the Turkey. Now, now, before we go any further with that, I just I want to take it back to when James said you don't see all the glitz and the glam behind <laughs> behind behind the behind the scenes. It's rough and terrible. But what you've got to remember is there's a guy in that box doing this for like three minutes straight. <laughs> what, are you, what are you talking about? It's not real turkey, Ben. Yes, it is. The other great it's thing. It's got Dustin the turkey. He's in the box. He's, He's obviously real. an actual turkey, Jordan. Jordan, what are you talking about? Oh, I'm sorry. The other great thing is that because under Eurovision rules, which I'm very familiar with, um, the singer has to be on stage at all times. There was a country a few years ago, perhaps three or four years ago, um, that actually they had sort of this, this beautiful looking couple at the front singing. And then they had this sort of fat dumpy girl in the back who was actually doing the singing. The guys out front were miming um, because she wasn't actually the one singing. She wasn't the, guy, the woman they wanted to present. Um, wow. So yeah, so somewhere under that box, there's a guy cramped up trying to sing his heart out for like the <laughs> pinnacle of his career, He's crushing the box, trying to operate a turkey as well. <laughs> so, Something the, we can all relate to there. <laughs> We've all been there. That's a first evening. It's, it's such a shame that only a year later, Dustin the turkey killed himself. <laughs> Wonder what he said that night when, when he got back to his partner. It's, like <laughs> it's been a really rough day. <laughs> I've had to sit in a box, sing, and wave my hand above my head for half an hour. <laughs> and you know, like, those backing dancers, that's probably the highlight of the career. That's yeah. on their CVs. I dressed up as the back end of a turkey and pranced about on a stage for Ireland for like an afternoon. So, so where was the thought in the lyrics? Oh, did you not hear it? No, I didn't. Do we want no. to hear it again? No, <laughs> no, God, no. Please fucking no. There's a bit where one of the backing dancers says something to him and he sort of begins to say something and then he goes... Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, no. Do we want to hear it again, kids? Who wants to? No. <laughs> okay. A resounding no. Yeah. Okay. So if we move on to the main meat of the quiz, no pun intended. Sorry, Dustin. Um, <laughs> so, Cyprus last year, um, did they begin their entry with waking up alone like a man that failed, or is that the first entry in every entry in my diary? <laughs> <laughs> That's, wait, which country? Cyprus. What do we know about Cyprus? 
can narrow this down. No, I do, think. Do I the Cypriotians do they wake up alone? No, I'm I'm yeah. thinking if we break down the socio-economic climate of okay. Cyprus, we can maybe be given a bit more of an indication as to what a man from Cyprus might wake up feeling like. <laughs> Does anyone know anything about Cyprus? It's hot. It's, it's hot. Shared. Not dust a... in the turkey, though. They've <laughs> <laughs> got a hill. They've got a hill. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, yeah, it took me a second. Uh, um, okay. I, I'm, I'm going to say, yeah. basically yeah. Wikipedia out there. I hope so. I hope so, so. Yeah, so with, with all this information, James will now build the perfect profile of a Cypriot man. Right. Gens <laughs> um, well, goes to James. A Cypriot Gens man. Gens um, he's probably like... Don't, I, I don't describe him. Be him. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let me. You let me, are the Cypric man. Char- character actor. Let me get myself into the mindset <laughs> of a, a, Cyp- a Cyprus man would have better eyesight than me, so he wouldn't need those. Um, wait, no, it's hot, so he'd be squinting he, all the did time. Did he not have Eurovision? He doesn't. Uh, very yeah. well. So, what's he doing? <laughs> he wakes up every morning. He's on a hill. He thinks, great, I can skateboard down this. Wait, wait, so sorry. He's happy. He, 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 he is on a hill, or you're on a hill. <laughs> you're fucking metaphorical with me, Ben Knight. No, you're the Cypriot man, James. It's not third person. Oh, sorry, yeah, you're Sounds right. It's like you're a right. Tom Clancy book. <laughs> the Cypriot man by Tom Clancy. Cypric Coming s- for Cypriot cell. <laughs> um, I'm going to say, I, I, I think yes. I, I, okay. I, I think they, they started with those lyrics. Okay. Let's I find out. Th- oh, no, go on. Yeah, no no one else has said yet. I was going to say, I, th- I thought it's, it's every entry in your diary or whatever it was. Oh, no. It's this is moody. Waking up alone like a man that failed. Trapped <laughs> into the midst of a fairy tale. And you know, you know, you know I'm still inside. And looking did, he, at, did he break into talking about suicide there, or did I imagine that? My he, life is a failure. I want to die. <laughs> and here I am at Eurovision. I wonder why. <laughs> yeah, and looking at that man, I wonder why he wakes up alone feeling like he's failed every day. Um, he looks and like a cool pirate. singing career again. He does a bit, doesn't he? He does. Okay, um, next question. Is this a real lyric uh, from Ukraine's 2007 entry? Okay. The youth, the wild that rose up from the ashes, the adults, the living and dead that fought for our rights. Artists, sweet artists. Hold on, crazy, the world goes on and goes. Was that from Ukraine's 2009 entry or not? Um, I'm going to say no to this one. Okay, you're saying no? Yeah, you, you, the Ukrainians are sadder than that. <laughs> well, did they not have enough depth to be from the Ukraine? This is also 2007, it's 10 I years think, ago. Look, if we're going to do anything over, over the course of a Eurovision-themed show, we might as well be make sweeping generalisations <laughs> about, about various nationalities. I, I, I'm going to say yes for this one, because okay. you, you've got to have a clip of something, <laughs> I'm, I'm feeling. I'm going to say yes as well. Okay, okay. Uh, no, that was actually not a oh. That was actually a poem written by Pamela Anderson and published in the 2011 edition of Playboy. What's the entire... <laughs> Do you have the entirety of the poem? That's the entirety but, of the poem. But, that's wait, the entire what, poem. The wait, enti- can you, can you read that back? Um, it's called Thoughts from Pamela's Bed. <laughs> <laughs> 
The youth, the wild that rose up from the ashes, the adults, living and dead that fought for our rights. Artists, sweet artists. Hold on, crazy, the world goes on and goes. Huh. Pamela Anderson, everybody. Pamela, Pamela Anderson. Anderson. The January 2011 edition of Playboy. <laughs> the most prestigious poetry magazine out there. <laughs> um, I like the idea that Playboy wasn't making enough money doing what it's already doing, so it opened up like a poetry and short fiction <laughs> section. <laughs> send, us, just send us your horror stories. <laughs> I imagine the woman, sort of, no, a guy sort of panically telling his wife, like, honestly, I read Playboy for the poetry. <laughs> <laughs> Well, originally it was a magazine for play scripts, but people just kept sending, <laughs> people just kept sending photos of boobs. And it was sort of like, I guess we have to pu- uh, publish these guys. Yeah, we have nothing else. We've got no scripts. That's so why the, the whole theatre went out of business. The whole management structure's been really reluctant about it. Like, I really want to get out of the business of, of boobs. We used to be a play script. <laughs> oh, I've been in the boob business for years, boys. <laughs> I love, I love the thought that they're all gathered around that executive table and they're all sweating. They're, they're just like, look, we've been in there for long <laughs> enough. Let's, them let's get back it. to our roots. Let's go back to poetry. <laughs> <laughs> so next question. Um, number three. So um, did Finland in 2013 oh. enter a song called Marry Me, which includes this lyric, Baby, I feel like a singer, skipping dinner to get thinner. Where is my proposal? Yes. <laughs> no way! What? Yes, no. Did, did Finland enter that line? No, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure yes, because I've, I've, I remember this song. Yeah, I, I remember this Eurovision. I'm fairly well, sure that was a line. Ben's more or less confirmed that I should say yes at this point, <laughs> so I, I think I'll say yes. I just refuse to believe that those are lyrics. Do you know? Do you want to know the worst thing? This is correct, and <laughs> the next line gets worse. Marry me, babe. Oh, is there? The next line gets worse. Here we go. I'm your slave and your man. <laughs> That's the line. You know I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and say that if someone approaches you and says, look, I'm not eating, I'm your slave, marry me. <laughs> <laughs> Call the fucking police. <laughs> or get out of ancient Egypt. <laughs> I, I, wonder, <laughs> I, I wonder why the, um, the Cypress guy doesn't go and just go and find her. Um, <laughs> that's, that's a really good uh, really good. St- Segue between the both of yeah, them. Yeah, I hadn't thought of that in advance. Yes. Like, I realised I've got no, much, I could have thought of jokes about these. I haven't. I'm just saying it's good. Okay, thank you, thank you. Yeah, it's one of those things that you think like, I he see. Okay, I think that's massively misogynistic, but I'm a man, so what do I know? Like, can I can I say that she's a woman? She wrote it. She sung it. Did she write it though? Did she she write wrote it? it. She wrote. Oh, it, yeah. it actually... She actually had a husband. Oh no, so yeah, a not husband, a boyfriend who she wanted to propose. So and when, she wrote that song yeah. for him. What's the only way to drop a hint? To <laughs> sing an international song in contest. To declare to the entire Eurovision audience that I've basically gone on hunger strike. <laughs> and, we'll, and we'll continue <laughs> to do so until he marries me. <laughs> or I drop down dead. That, that was perhaps the nicest <laughs> way to put it. Pyramid. <laughs> Please. If anyone's ever like physically threatening themselves to marry you, like, Please that's, that's marry not a safe me. marriage. That's not stable. <laughs> There's a look in her eyes as well. Like, I don't trust her. 
Also, <laughs> also, when she's walking around the entourage of masked men, <laughs> I, don't tr- I don't trust that at all. Yeah, Please, um, I haven't eaten. Marry me. <laughs> just, just, it's just like fucking. It's just like some weird emaciated skeleton wearing wedding dress, lurching towards you and just going, "Please, I'll be your queen bee. <laughs> <laughs> Marry me, baby." <laughs> Um, so next question. <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay. your slave and you're my master. <laughs> <laughs> Post-stroke. <laughs> <laughs> okay. D- oh dear. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> <laughs> so, sorry, Tim. Is this really from uh, Macedonia's entry in 2012? Okay. Okay. Tripe monkey to the fort, Donkey Kong, high score. We want peace, we want love, we want it to fit us like a glove. I fucking hope so. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say you, yes because I yeah? want it to be true. I was going to say yeah, but everyone's saying yes, and so I'm going to say no. Um, ben. Because I, I don't like you all. Ben. Yeah. You should, you should have said... Yes. Because, <laughs> because then you'd be wrong! Oh! What? Oh, you Simon Cowell does. Yep, I made that oh. up in the green room. I wrote that myself. <laughs> Double trick. <laughs> but I thought, that sounds so much like it was badly translated that surely someone that only speaks English couldn't write it. Um, so there we go, that wasn't a real one. Um, next question, moving along. I want to shower you with sugar lumps, ride you over fences, <laughs> and polish your hooves every day. <laughs> and bring you to the horse dentist. Is that really from Ireland's 1996 entry? It, it was, yeah. That was, was my lovely horse. Yeah. Well, I'm yeah. just going to agree with Ben because he seems to have all the insider information. <laughs> and James? I'm going to insist, um, just to be the odd one out, that that is not the case. You don't think Ireland really entered that in 2000? I do not believe that. Do you, do you actually recognise what was going on? I didn't know. Okay, Sorry, that's I missed fine. it. Um, that... In this reality, unfortunately, wasn't Ireland's 1996 entry. Uh, that was from, because if you're doing a Eurovision show, you have to reference the, the gold standard of Eurovision comedy, as in the only other example, really, uh, which was the episode of Father Ted, where Father Ted enters Eurovision. Oh, I've never and seen Eurovision. <laughs> uh, Father Ted, sorry. Yeah. Um, and I've got a clip of it, because do you know what? They're funnier than us. Yeah. I want to shower you with sugar lumps I'll ride you over fences I'll show you every single day That was just people funnier than us doing a joke that we couldn't have written. I hope you don't get sued for that. Do we have the rights to play We have the rights for any of this, so please, please <laughs> tell no one. Um, oh, shit. Um, well, <laughs> burn it all. Well, well, Robbie, one of them's dead, and he's still funnier than us. Yeah. Are you part of the show? Sorry. We love you. Next question, because we're too close to the police station for me to be comfortable. Um, I, I don't think WikiLeaks is sexist. I think it, in, uh, I think it is intellectually elitist. Huh. Was that part of Greece's that, 2015 entry? That was Julian Assange's entry when he was uh, seeking asylum in Greece. Yeah. yeah he yeah. sung it entirely by video uplink from the embassy. Yeah. <laughs> Julian Assange jokes. 
Um, do we think so? Do we think that was yes or no? No. 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 You're you're correct. I was a never poem by Pamela Anderson. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the next line in the poem is. Oh wait, I, is this, I thought you were making a joke. Is no, this... that's actually part of a poem by Pamela Anderson. I went and looked at her poetry at length. This is my favourite. It was one especially about Julian Assange and how sexy he is, apparently. Um, each their own. Um, the next line is, and I have to say it, a lot of this feminist discussion is intellectually retarded. So make what a of that. Lyric? That's Pamela Anderson. Where did everyone. that come from? That just, like, jumped out of the shadows and strangled me. <laughs> yeah. Again. Just like Pamela Anderson. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was a long afternoon. Did you know um, if you actually, um, if you go into a bathroom, you turn the light off and you say, Pamela Anderson, Pamela Anderson, Pamela Anderson into the mirror, she appears behind you and reads a shit poem. <laughs> That's that's one. If if you if you um, watch the unmarked um, Baywatch videotape, <laughs> she, she phones you and says, "Hey, it's me, Pam Randerson." <laughs> <laughs> she, she doesn't say anything else. She doesn't come after seven and days. Just breathes down the line. Reads a hike. <laughs> she, she, she just reads a poem and then hangs up. You never hear anything again. Because that's that's a career. I've got <laughs> I've got a really bad uh, pun. I'm going to make it anyway. I'm going to preface it now. Um, it's like. The rubber ring, because like rubber ring is like a flotation device for like mm-hmm. Baywatch. Um, moving on. Um, I, I got it, I got yeah, it. Yeah, question seven. Um, was this a real <laughs> entry from Moldova's 2011 entry? Real lyric. Tug, she pulls me like a drug. I want her on the rug, but she's not that kind of girl. So lucky. Oh, <laughs> that was it. Tug, she pulls me like a drug. I want her on the rug, but she's not that kind of girl. So lucky. Um, Moldova, you say? Moldova. I, I, I think that's that's true, and it's from, it's, it's from yeah. a song called Pug, and it, and it's about it's about a little a little dog with breathing difficulties, <laughs> and he, he just pulls Zona around. Oh man, <laughs> I like that crazy crazy little guy. Pug, I want to give him a hug. Pug, oh, I want to give him a hug. He's he small like enough to fit in a jug. <laughs> <laughs> Um, he's my little dog yeah I'll go and clean his lugs <laughs> his ears what's a lug? it's an ear oh right it's like a, I think it's a northeastern term for an ear um, <laughs> anyway that was, yeah do we think that was really Moldova what do we know about Moldova can you piece it together I, 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 you know what I'm going to outright say yeah okay. that, that sounds like the sort of thing that someone from Moldova, Moldova would sing about <laughs> okay yeah. Mm. okay yeah yep. um, I think so yeah yeah this is actually from one of my all time favourite Eurovision entries um, which is So Lucky by Zadob and Zadub who entered your vision three times. The dub and the dub, which is supposed to be on the matter peric of a drum beat, but it doesn't really work, does it? Um, so yeah, this is this is sort of pure... Actually, before I play it, does anyone here have epilepsy? <laughs> <laughs> Im- important question. Fucking warning and a half. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's too late now. Okay, <laughs> this is a clip from... the doors. <laughs> <laughs> so Lucky by the dub and the dub. Prepare yourselves. I'm not sure you possibly can. I kind of like that. That, was that, that, that is the most Eurovision entry we've seen <laughs> so far. It's two blokes in hats that they clearly think look good with a girl in a similar hat on a unicycle. With a trumpet. With a trumpet. With a trumpet. Because why not? I really like the hats. Yeah. I think yeah, I want one. 
Yeah. We should have prepared some, really. Never mind. Big little Clyde's yeah. little, little gnomes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's just a dub. I'm just a big fan of the Dobbins a dub. Wait, so by Eurovision rules, if one of them was to sit like a gnome on the edge of the stage yeah. and fish over the side, <laughs> would they be disqualified? <laughs> They'd be half disqualified. That's, that's what he does for the rest of the show, like, even after the performance is done, during everyone else's performance, he just sits there with a the fishing rod. <laughs> that was actually how the Russian girl lost her legs. There was just a really rabid audience. <laughs> I thought you meant a really rabid Moldovan gnome who <laughs> <laughs> just ate her legs. Um, okay, the next, the, the, this, that was sort of the last question of this section of the quiz. Um, I, I've got a bonus round where uh, the, the clip you began to hear was from. Um, was, was I right? Was, was that Jedward? No, it wasn't. Jedward did enter your vision twice. Um, twice? Twice, yeah. They didn't do so well the second, second time. Um, and didn't enter a third time, but they kept saying, we'll keep entering until we win. Um, they didn't. They didn't put an end to that threat. Um, <laughs> so yeah, this is. It was from Aust- oh. Austria. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Austria's 2012 entry, uh, which is by a band called Track Shitters. Trash. Um, no track, track shitters. Track shitters. Shitters. Track sh- spell. Track, then S H I T T A Z. Okay. Yep. Shitters. So track shitters. Track shitters. Track shitters. That track could be shitters. that could be interpreted in track so many shitters. ways. Track shitters. Track shitters. Track shitters. Track shitters. Track shitters. Am I hearing this correctly? <laughs> what you're saying to me is the word track followed by shitters. Track shitters. Track yes. shitters. Track shitters. Track shitters. Track shitters. Go on, track some shitters. Track shitters. Track shitters. Is that just like a really poor quality farming vehicle? You had so long to figure out. <laughs> you had so long to figure out. You were just game. fucking stalling to make that so mundane <laughs> joke. Red-handed. Yeah. So this is Tractors in 2012, singing in Austrian. And I want you to tell me what you think the lyrics mean in English. Dans Angleterre, okay? I think I've got a pretty good idea. Okay, yeah. go on. I got my degree at Oxford University, <laughs> and I've been forced to do this, and I really don't like the name of our band. He was also saying, this woman behind me. <laughs> Are you all right, Robbie? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, take the fucking water. <laughs> <laughs> It's fine. Doctor in the room. <laughs> Rob- <laughs> Robbie, you, 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 you very clearly, clearly want us to think he's saying "fuck him in the poo poo." <laughs> but but, but I, I, I don't think he is, Robbie. It's, it's childish. <laughs> I think. I think. What you're actually watering? Wait, are you saying that Robbie dubbed over it? That yeah. Robbie did the no, song. No, 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 Rob, Rob, Robbie, Robbie wants us to think that. Was like, no, I don't think it's the case at all. I think he's speaking in his own language. I don't understand it. <laughs> but he's not saying "fuck him in the poo poo." Because <laughs> that would be that would be childish, Robbie. If you want us to say that, if you want to say we th- we think he's saying fuck him in the poo poo, <laughs> fuck him in the. <laughs> that's f- 
grow up, mate. <laughs> James, what do you think? <laughs> it says. <laughs> Bad say it again. <laughs> Fuck him in the poop. <laughs> Oh, I want that as my ringtone. <laughs> um, I think he's saying, um, these women behind me, I really respect them. They're all studying their doctorates, and I hope they'll honour me with their company. <laughs> You're just having a hard time. You need to pay for medical school somehow. Um, do you want to know what the lyrics actually are? <clears throat> in English, in translation. How, how offensive <coughs> is it? I mean... The they band's called pre- Track Shitters. <laughs> <laughs> it was shown pre-Watershed, so um, if I can actually speak. Uh, okay. <coughs> Bear with me, sorry. Um, come on. This is the chorus. The chorus was the first bit we did. <laughs> come on. Come on. Shake your bum. Shake your ooh-ooh. Shake your bum. Yeah, yeah. That's the way I like it. Come on. Shake your bum. Shake your ooh-ooh. Shake your bum as you are what I want. Then the, the dr- verse we heard. Dramatic reading. The verse we heard translates to, and I entered the club. The ladies have fine jewellery. <laughs> <laughs> I like this. I feel like I'm being read his story. Girl, that's lovely. some fine jewellery. <laughs> this is the most adult Jack and Norway we've ever seen. Um, but it's there, there where you don't expect it at first. I look only at her. She dances on the stripper pole. Oh. I'm ready to go. Lots of women. I don't want to miss out on anything. <laughs> then this is my favourite bit. Noodle soup gang, what up? And everybody shouts, ho, ho. <laughs> <laughs> Which isn't conversation, but there we go. And the women are dancing. They only go, low, low. She wraps me around her <laughs> finger. What? Which is difficult. I'm um, a small earthworm boy. <laughs> She wants a winner winner She can jump jump Booty shake Bad finger (laughs) What? She can jump jump Booty shake Bad finger What does that even mean? (laughs) Bad finger sounds like a Peter Jackson film from the 90s (laughs) It it, it just wasn't very good Yeah It then goes back to the chorus um, And it goes on Do we want to hear it as it goes on? Okay. Yeah, oh, okay. yeah. We've come this far. <laughs> Your bum has feelings. <laughs> it, it, you're I'm glad track shitters are here to provide the comedy. <laughs> yeah, I'm clearly all of their creative talent went on the name. Um, Your bum has feelings. Your bum is a part of you, which is just anatomically correct. Yeah. Um, don't put it on chairs. This is a fucking like Jack and Ori story. Yeah. Your, Your bum has feelings. <laughs> Your, Your bum is sad. I haven't actually read it this far, um, so I'm enjoying this. <laughs> Don't put it on chairs. Your bum has an opinion. Yeah. <laughs> it reg- make sure your bum registers to vote. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> your, your bum wants movement, so shake, shake, shake. Your bum wants encounters. Come on, give it what it needs. The, the bum just wants encounters. Your bum don't get tired. Your bum tells something about you. I don't know, like, as someone that's frequently spent entire days spending, like, 10, 12 hours watching films in the cinema, your bum does get tired. Um, come on, <laughs> shake it. It wants it. So start, so that the house starts vibrating. How big's the bum? <laughs> <laughs> so the bum has to be ready. So shake, shake, shake. Your bum has to be ready. Come on, give it what it needs. 
That's track shit as everybody. They never told us why. They say chivalry's dead. (laughs) (laughs) That was Robbie. I could fall asleep to that. That was lovely. (laughs) I'll release that audio book soon. (laughs) So that's the end of the quiz. That's the end of the. There we go. That's the end of the quiz. Um, Did we enjoy it? I do. (laughs) (laughs) It was certainly something. Thank you. No, I did. I I enjoyed it. it's interesting because it kind of segues into just a little bit of what I wanted to talk yeah. about, which was my exodus into Eurovision over this week. Mm. Um, I kind of, every night I would take my laptop up to bed at 11 o'clock and I'd lie down and I'd put get my laptop tissues. on the chair. <laughs> oh, yeah, my, I'd, I'd get the tissues and then I'd start crying over all of the <laughs> wonderful Eurovision material available to me. Um, I spent like four hours every night watching Eurovision and I, I obviously haven't scratched the service because I saw no track shitters. You think that would be in like the top goes all the way down baby it goes all the way down to hell with Eurovision <laughs> all the way down to track shitters oh. but no um, it, it, it was an interesting journey and I don't think I've actually learned anything from it I, <laughs> I, I, I came I came I was, I was that's why you got the tissues I was convinced when we were for pen Jordan it's not mine um, I I, I, I we were all saying, oh, we'll all do a section. And I thought, if I spend four hours looking for inspiration by watching Eurovision every night, I'll, I'll get somewhere and I'll have something to say. And, and it just turned out that I don't. It, uh, it, just, it just made me really miserable. <laughs> so what, what you've brought to the table to present is your gradual loss of sanity. It is not even a loss of sanity, just kind of my, my gradual kind of apathy to, like, just disdain you know you know the divine comedy bit by uh, dante algahiri how it charts a man's descent into the deepest depths of hell <laughs> how much can you relate to that now i don't know dante algahiri like... he was uh Hitler's entry wasn't he <laughs> <laughs> in the earliest form of eurovision it, 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 was, it was a fucking long submission <laughs> the eurovision went on for like two months that it, year it, it was the entirety of divine comedy but yeah, um, I, d- I don't think there's, there's much to say to that. Like, I think it's all right. I think there's a reason why they just do it once a year. <laughs> yeah, it makes sense, doesn't it? Yeah. Uh, ben? What, my... Uh, Did you have... Yeah? Um, well, um, I have more about to say about... Um, I think it was a few years ago. Was it Austria's entry, uh, Conchita Verse 1? Yes. Hey. And a, a lot of people were very up in arms about it, this... Um, uh, this trans person uh, presenting as a woman with a beard, and everyone was so disgusted about it. Like, fucking... Like... Eurovision's the gayest show on television. <laughs> why, why would you be disgusted by that? So like, so the, I draw the line there, to be honest. A woman with her beards. <laughs> well, people used to pay to see that at the circus. <laughs> <laughs> that came out really wrong. <laughs> but no, like... <laughs> no bad peddling from that it one. It's yeah. only downhill from yeah. here. Put the toothpaste back in the tube, Jordan. <laughs> it could have been worse, Jordan. You could have said the zoo. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> and I think on that thanks, note, thanks for that, Robbie. <laughs> you really took the heat off me on that one. I, 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 I think on that note, it's probably time for a break. <laughs> yeah. um, so I don't know if any of you are sort of aware of the premise of this. Now um, we did a Facebook live stream a few weeks ago that was where, instantly shut down. Yeah, we, by we, the we used some music, and uh, Facebook went nope. So off it went. Um, so the said that to us. The phone does. So and we, and we and we said hello. And it's like, it's Mark Zuckerberg. (laughs) (laughs) And we're like, all right, Mark, how's it going? And he went, no! (laughs) And slammed the phone down. And and then we all got banned. 
on Facebook <laughs> and we got really confused. Um, so we wrote down all of the names of this year's Eurovision contestants. Well, the, the interesting ones. Yeah, like the, Finland. Yeah, like yeah. Finland. Um, basically, so we all <laughs> drew them out of a hat. And in the course of the next act of the show, we have each prepared a performance or a musical number or a poem or a rap or a song or whatever from the perspective or about that country. Um, everyone got really interesting countries except for me. Yeah, Finland's pretty interesting. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Let's go from that end to this end. Uh, I was uh, bestowed upon with the Netherlands. Oh, you see, interesting history. They invented slavery. There's a lot of sort of very. (laughs) 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 There's 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 a lot of interesting laws there. I'm glad you know more about the Netherlands than you do about Stoke on Trent. (laughs) Or Basingstoke. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I, I got Israel, which is, which is pretty interesting. See, look at that, all, all the political tension, all the conflict, so much to talk about. A cultural heartland for a lot of people. Slightly yeah. late on this joke, but Stoke and the Netherlands are the two heartlands for stoners, really. Um, which wasn't that good, I shouldn't have made it. <laughs> um, uh, I got Russia, which is interesting. See, Russia, Russia almost doesn't need anything to say about one of the world's great superpowers yeah. like at, at the core of so much of human history, not just their history. Yeah. Um, I got Finland. <laughs> not a lot happens in Finland. Sweet, sweet. It's sweet, a really sweet. nice place. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll be finding out more about those countries in musical form. Uh, so we'll take a quick break and we'll be back in... Ten minutes. Ten minutes. Ten minutes. Um, so you want to go have have a drink, have a wee, have a whatever it is you feel you need. Uh, sorry that went on a bit, but hopefully you can go and have a nice time now and come back <laughs> for an even nicer time in a short period of time. Thank um, you. See you, in a bit. see you in ten minutes, we'll everyone. Again. <laughs> Hi everyone. How was your ten minute break? Fabulous. <laughs> Anyone feeling any different to 10 minutes ago? Anyone had anything interesting happen to them? No? Nah. Okay, that's fine. That's All fine. Good. Just thought I'd check. Thought I'd check. So, should we get into this? Yes. Right. Who's up first? Oh, is it me? Yes. I'm going to walk down the line. Uh, it's going to work much as real Eurovision does. Has everyone seen Eurovision at least once before? It, okay. Oh. Most, most people in the room. Um, then you know the way Eurovision works is that before they go on, sort of you have like Graham Norton do some commentary. We don't have him in body, we have him in spirit. Um, so you can imagine that in your head, you can have your own internal Graham Norton or Terry Wogan, if you prefer, commentary. Um, and then they'll play like a little what they call postcard of life in that country. Uh, and we have chucked these out over the Facebook and YouTube, uh, so you may have seen some of them over the last few days. Uh, we're going to play one of those, and then we'll have the act, the performance from the relevant performer representing that country. So let's, let's do this. First I'm so up ready. Is Finland. This is a performance poem called The Complete History of the Modern Finnish Economy. <laughs> Thank you. Do, do, do you not want a microphone? Yeah. I don't fucking need it. We are recording this. Oh, are we recording yeah. this? Yeah. Oh, you this one. <laughs> this one. This one. This one. Yeah. Uh huh. Spit straight fire, James. You could just pull it out of the whole... Okay, yeah, just do that. Pull it, pull it out. The just do whatever you'd like. <laughs> In the year of 1920, almost 100 years ago, there lived a northern people whose names we all should know. 
The great people of Finland labored beneath Soviet iron fist, but down their hammers and sickles were thrown, their oppressors they did resist. Now free from foreign influence, democracy lay exposed, and opting for a president, their monarch was deposed. President K.J. Stahlberg took Finland by fucking storm, and in the 1920s initiated credit-based land reform. (laughs) The peasantry, now landowners, though a just destiny they carved, could not sustain their country without Russian investment, and much of the populace starved. But fortunately, World War I gave Europe an unparalleled destructive wound, and with post-war European reconstruction, Finland's timber industry boomed. Domestic investment started rising, and labour productivity was good. With 4.7% GDP growth per year, four-fifths of the Finnish economy was based on wood. (laughs) But the coming of the Second World War thwarted their foreign relations. To the Russians, once again, they were forced to pay up reparations. To meet the payments by their deadlines, an economic model was devised. The machine and shipbuilding sectors were rapidly industrialized. With Finland's debts soon repaid, the country regained its autonomy, but now it had largely transformed into a contemporary industrial economy. A policy of trade neutrality made deals with West and the East. They reduced trade restrictions within Europe, and GPD per capita steadily increased. To cement their financial growth, they sought an investment opportunity, so in the year of 1973 joined the European Economic Community. They exported like there was no tomorrow and sold off their natural resources. Their cities, their towns and culture thrived and trains replaced their horses. These former farmers, now clad in suits, were sure they could sustain an unrepentant timber selling and hookers and cocaine. (laughs) Their export-based financial stratagem had proved to be a smash until the coming of 1986 heralded dire economic collapse. The people's debts began to default. House prices fell by 50%. A 13-point decline in their GDP wrought Finland mass unemployment. Tight rhyme, I know. (laughs) Their banking institutions collapsed, gathered the governmental bureau, and with a great distaste, they sadly agreed to be bailed out by the euro. Their proud currency once had matched the sterling and the yen, but make no mistake, my business friends, Finland will rise again. Thank you. <laughs> that, that, that was chock full of facts. <laughs> I learned so much about the Finnish economy. <laughs> How much did you know beforehand? Nothing. But when I was doing research into Finland, it realised that, that there's not much to talk about <laughs> except for the economy. And there we go. Here we go. <laughs> um, Up next is Russia. Russia. Because this will go down well. Bless you. Bless you. <laughs> <coughs> Hello. Uh, I've got to remember how to do a Russian accent now. Hello. No, that's not happening, is it? How are we? Yes. My name, uh, I am named after, to introduce myself before I am Russian representative for Eurovision Song, uh, Eurosong Contest. Um, my name is named after the beautiful country that Putin owns. Uh, my name is Ukraine Kishnikov, and... I um, have song, I have rap, but I must say, firstly, this is when I do the, the rap, I rap in English accent. Um, <laughs> 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 it, it is a cause of great shame to my family. <laughs> uh, this is why I only rap in places that my family will not see. Uh, they do not watch Eurovision because they have self-respect. Um, LAUGHTER 
and that is why I, I rap now for you. Uh, it is rap written by, by me about the, great, the second greatest living, the second greatest Russian of all, I forgot about Putin for a moment, the second greatest Russian of all time. Uh, he was a man who wrote many, many books, um, many, many novels, many story, many poems. Um, this is a man who wrote War and, War and Peace, um, Anna Karenina. I, I'm looking at Jordan now because he knows more about literature than me. Um, <laughs> uh, this is a man called Leo Tolstoy. I also don't have a backing track because I was underprepared. <laughs> we know you're far too cut up in your nuclear fission to give much of a damn about that your vision, but you can keep your boy Leo with his Oscars and his globes. Our Leo is the man boys study from their diapers to their robes. Happy families are all alike, but right now the US can take a hike. With the Converse, Adidas, and Nike, at least while I'm here on the mic, there'll be no Hollywood, just a little count who could. Leo Tolstoy is the man in a flash in Japan, even though he comes in the days before dial-up and LAN. Dead 107 years, yet still a genius. He takes his Spielberg bullshit to the cleaners. You can keep your Trump, Hillary, and Anthony Wieners, because Bezikov is the aristocracy we need, and not just because he's the lead, the most compelling piece of literature that you'll ever read, because he sowed so many women with his seed time and time again, doing the deed. Trump grabbed by the pussy, but Tolstoy grabbed by the brain. Your country's culture <laughs> is the reason Anna threw herself under that train. Yep, Tolstoy's my favourite. He's my boy. He makes all of her offers seem so coy, with the sole exception of Aaron Hattie Roy, of whom I'm also a fan. But I can't quite get behind her because she's not a man. So instead of saying, oh, so proud, now shout it, oh, so loud. And I buy his books again, leather bound. You can keep your Hamlet and Baskerville hounds. I'm off to buy Leo Tolstoy around. He wrote The Resurrection in 1900, and from the dead he'll now be conjured. I'll play still around like a phoenix. He'll rise. There were no bearded women when Tolstoy died. He'll write another master work, and I'll bring him up to speed, teach him to take selfies and twerk. But he probably won't like it, so he'll die all over again before I can even show him singing in the rain. But at least it'll now be a piece of modern art better than Lahaine. So I'll sell the film rights to Pablo Lorraine, and as Tolstoy, he can cast Michael Caine. <laughs> <laughs> now, here's, now, here's a piece of Tolstoy trivia to make you feel dumb. He had 14 children, which is one more than they have for your mum. Every night she rings me, begging for my spicy Soviet cum. And... I need a little vodka first, perhaps even some rum. Because, I mean, I just hope it goes straight to my head, not my tummy, tum, tum. Because your mother is so ugly, she better be rich. Otherwise, I also would say she'd never get hitched. Now, do you remember that Cold War? We never did fight. You never had to face down our military, our weapons, our might. Well, that almost changed on January night when on Netflix I saw American acting at its height with Paul Dano and that girl that's now working with Edgar Wright in a warm piece adaptation for the TV. It's apparently worth the license fee. You bastard as a Leo and will bastardize your skies. You couldn't be on so quick, the only person who knows would be Bill Nye. <laughs> <laughs> Count Tolstoy by name, Count Tolstoy by nature. Thoughts more revered than Friedrich Nietzsche. You can count his Magnum O's like a vampire Muppet. And then study them all in third-year English lit, which I realise is only a half-rhyme. It sounds sour, kind of like lime, but frankly, it's not just a big crime. I just haven't had the time. I've been too busy reinterpreting his works into mime in order to make a sweet, sweet, sweet dollar dime. <laughs> okay, I only got halfway through reinterpreting the works of the Otoso into mime, um, but that's fine. I'll, I'll, I'll leave it there. I'll leave it there. I was going to do like a comic prat for as like the end of Anna Karenina, which rose up under a train, but you've missed that now by clapping too early. So well done, <laughs> Robbie Owen, ladies and gentlemen. Wow. Thank, thank you. How does one stand up against spicy Soviet cum? <laughs> That's what I've been asking your mum. Uh, oh! 
you know, and prior, here's my rap about Robbie's mom. <laughs> now, <laughs> prior prior to tonight, I never realised quite how much I wanted to hear you say the words "spicy Soviet cum." <laughs> Do you want me to say it again? Do please. Tough. I mean, <laughs> spicy Soviet come. Hey, hey, who's up next? I don't know. It's Israel. Yay, Israel! <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, this is the rap from my new EP. It's called "Here Are Some Facts About Israel" that I'm going to give you while trying to totally ignore that there's a conflict going on. <laughs> Here are some facts from Wikipedia Here are some facts that I'm gonna feed to you Why am I acknowledging that website? Because I'm not plagiarising Israelite So here's a little taste of modern history Let's make Israel less of a mystery Rap moves (laughs) Now we be talking about Eurovision Israel have made winning their ultimate mission. The only other country with a transgender winner. A beginner can cheat a worse when making a dinner. Not that we're eating her. There are no cannibals in Israel. Well, there are probably a few, but let's move on. We're dropping bombs from here to Bombay. We'd be dropping bombs like the IRA. We'd be dropping bombs on R.L. Stein if R.L. Stein lived in Palestine. Whoa, hold up, this took a serious turn. It's not like I want to see our neighbours burn. It's not like we're embroiled in some serious fight. It's just we'd like it if they gave us all their land. Here are some facts from Wikipedia. Gonna tear a page because I'm gonna feed it to you. There we go. Because I'm not plagiarizing Israelite. So here's a little taste of modern history. Let's make Israel less of a mystery. Wake up in the morning, it's a brand new day. I will ignore all the negative things you have to say. Israel's the third biggest state of entrepreneurship, and the Jewish God is the one that we worship. The absolute, the one, the indivisible, unlike our land, which is divisible. Yes, it's ours. Yes, it's ours. But this isn't the focus of these bars. Oh, what's that going on over there? Oh, it's our well-formed education system. A high ratio of degrees per population than any other God-forbidden stinking nation. And oh, by the way, did you know? In Israel, we grew the world's largest pepper. Hot like your mama, hot like the sun, hot like the melting flesh of our enemies. Honestly, we're not all that bad. In fact, our STEM technology is kind of rad. We're also a Middle East capital of gays. Backwards thinking is not in our ways, despite what I said earlier. And because of this, we have AOL, and Palestinians will be burning in hell. I have lost my place. You know what? Forget it. The pretense of this rap. Without blood and death, it is intensely crap. Almost half of lawyers in Israel are women who could stop us going to jail. So let me start right here with this lyrical slaughter. I'm like Eminem's Israeli daughter. Your true brotherly love Well we're also the country of death from above Raining missiles from the sky like G-O-D While also having decent GDP But death and devastation are our currency Though we have lots of money It's also concurrency If you don't believe us Then you can come and see And when we've crushed your country You can bend a knee
I don't even think we need to wait up. I think we can just go straight into the next one. I th- <laughs> yeah, sure. So, the next country is the Netherlands. It was in Amsterdam, the Netherlands. I'd never, ever been before. I told my mom I'm going Because the culture's flowing So she bought me tickets To fly on a Boeing Now I want to smoke Just a big old toke I've smelled some weed and I want more And I'll make that my mission Cause like Zvartepi, it's tradition I've got some lungs to scratch And no ambition Smoking, 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 smoker Got the Bob Marley poster Entertain me, drive me, debrain me In Venice of the North <laughs> They say it's fine if you drop in coffee shops they'll fill your bowl and pack it down though I'm not the surest that they sell to tourists as a well-off white man I sure am the poorest smoker 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 no money for coca up all nighty and whitey in Venice of the North Smoker, 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 smoker I'm an interesting boker A thug came and mugged me In Venice of the North Smoker, 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 smoker I'll just have a mocha And go with Klaus and Frank's house In Venice of the North In Venice of the North In Venice of the North 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 I'm gonna hide the fact I'm wearing a weed suit. How much did that how much did that cost you? I borrowed it off a friend. <laughs> I would not spend money on that. <laughs> it, we've got to say words now. <laughs> yeah, that's no, hard don't. to follow, really. Um, I think it's an interesting... Like, like, obviously, you, you saw all of the postcards at the start, mm. but, but you missed all of the sort of behind-the-scenes fun bits from that. Um, like, like you, you missed all of the looks that we got when we were in Mark Eaton Park, <laughs> trying and failing for about 20 minutes to light a Molotov. <laughs> <laughs> And the worst bit, I was topless most of the time. <laughs> we, got, we got so many bits where like, people would sort of be coming along the path to where we were, and they'd almost do a double take, and then just go elsewhere, just, just to avoid us. I have like 20 minutes of Jordan trying... Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> 20 minutes of footage of Jordan just trying to light it. It just was a catch. really windy day, and it kept blowing out the moment you try and start a flame. That was the only take we got in which it actually lit, and it was about yeah, 20 minutes of us trying. I really enjoyed the uh, bit when we were shooting yours as well, mm. when I had to sort of stumble along, and like, I had Jordan <laughs> and Robbie there shouting, You're not drunk enough! Look drunker! 
And then a woman came by with a dog who started sniffing all the bottles on the floor. We, we were just like, we're, we're shooting a thing. It's Derby Comedy Festival. Just, and she was like, yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you should have filmed the dog and then put a caption with Israeli dog. <laughs> what, on Robbie's video? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, but, but yeah, the, the, going back to the light in the Molotov thing, there were several <laughs> times, because yeah. we tried to get a, a path that was slightly more out of the public. But it was a sunny day, so everyone was out and, and having fun. And, and there were several times where a woman and their children would come this past. This never normally <laughs> happens to me, I swear. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, just, maybe just take it out of the holster. I tried that. <laughs> continue, sorry, continue. With your I, story. I can't, I can't. There's only so many erectile <laughs> dysfunction jokes I can <laughs> do. <laughs> Can you reel them all off now? While, while Dan straightens it out for you. Um, I would, but I actually shot them out 20 minutes ago. <laughs> hey. hey. Thank you. <laughs> Beautiful. Dan Weber, everyone. Sorry, continue. I can't remember where I was. Oh, I was mind. just the Sorry. woman that kept her children away from us. Yeah, well, you would, wouldn't you? Yeah. Even if we weren't lighting Molotovs. <laughs> <laughs> That represents our enthusiasm to this bit. <laughs> <laughs> Which begs the question, though: Is it worth staying in Eurovision if we can do? We can do that. Probably as good as it'll be on Saturday. Well, you see, you see, I've already obviously I've outlined my feelings towards Eurovision. Mm. I I think that we're wasting money on it. I think that there's 350 million a week that we spend training international pop singers that we could maybe spend on our NHS. Yeah, I've completely come round in the last few weeks. Do you think I so? Feel, yeah, I mean, I've been having doubts since, over the last few years uh, since the introduction of those unelected bureaucrats in the, sort of the, uh, the judging positions, that now only 50% of the vote is actually from the public. The rest is by unelected bureaucrats, probably in Brussels, I don't know. I don't know where they sit. Um, yeah, no, I've, I've been really coming around to the fact that we shouldn't really be in Eurovision. But what about the stability we get in Eurovision? What about the camaraderie we get from the, the other countries would we not be stronger making our own song competition? <laughs> <laughs> it would be like Eurovision, but with only one contestant. Yeah, so we'd always win. <laughs> <laughs> I don't see why we can't... I mean, we can start song contests with America, with Canada. Do you remember back in the day, we used to have loads of song contests with New Zealand. You used to remember, <laughs> do, you remember, do you remember Butter from New Zealand, the singer? The cheap Butter from New Zealand? I want those days back. But then again, you've got people privatising our, our rock, you know, selling off our indie. And, and I, think, <laughs> I think we'd be a lot more stable, a lot better in, in the Eurovision, where we can, we can share, we can experience other See, cultures. It, it hurts me to hear you refer to um, Gibraltar so flippantly. I mean, it's, it's, it's going to take us so much money to bring back our own like, homegrown acts like um, Noddy Holder. <laughs> <laughs> Is this what you want your Britain to be? Noddy Holder and Jedward. See, but, okay, we constantly have this swarm of just pop singers coming in every... Assuming we win Eurovision next year, we could have, like, this swarm of them coming in. Uh, we don't know where they've been. We don't know what they've been doing. We don't know what they're up to. They're not really skilled. They're pop singers. So what are we <laughs> going to do with them when they come into the country? Answer me that. Look, I think the British They chart, didn't answer me that. I wanted to leave them... I just think you're a fascist. <laughs> Called for. I just want to leave you're, you're a musical facet, fascist. Look, I, I think our British charts should be filled with British musicians. And when these singers come over here, filling our charts with their European shit. They're not bringing their best music, folks. <laughs> <laughs> 
when Eurovision send their singers, they're, not, they're, they're sending low-quality, overproduced pop music. That was too bad, Donald I've realised like, it's, it's, it's actually incredibly hard to fight. Like, a, why, why should we stay in Eurovision? Well, I'll tell you why we should stay so in Eurovision. I'll, I'll just enjoy Eurovision either way. Yeah. <laughs> okay, now, this is the thing. A lot of people want the benefits of being able to watch Eurovision without mm. actually being in Eurovision, and I think this is part of the fall-down. I want a hard Eurovision. Thinly veil that one. They shouldn't, they, they shouldn't broadcast it at all. <sighs> Nothing to do with it. We shouldn't be able to, to leave to the country that's hosting Eurovision that year. I want completely out of Eurovision. A Eurovixit. That's good. That's better yeah. than that. Yeah, that's, yeah. Really good. that's all right. That's the best joke of the night. Yeah. Didn't get the response. Or the what about a Eurovision referendum? What? Because that's the name of the night, and it's, it's almost as if we already came up with it, but we didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I, okay. Um, I, I, just, I just feel... I'm very confused as to what's going on right now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I mean, we've been going to do this bit after a break, but I feel we're, we're doing it at the moment, so I haven't yeah. really prepared properly for yeah. doing this. Um, not that that's an excuse. You've paid to come and see us. Um, <laughs> really, you're, you're able to have standards. Um, don't remind people I don't. that we're shit. <laughs> Never, mind. Um, Never mind. Oh, shit, we need to save this. Uh, spicy Soviet come, guys. <laughs> Am I right? <laughs> Got him. This is the thing, though, that the Russians... No, I'm not going there. I'm not going there. I'm not going there. I've done. <laughs> do it, Robbie. No. You've said it now, so everyone's no. waiting. We're on all waiting. No. See, what I thought I'd do is I hadn't actually come up with a joke, but I was just trying to fill the dead air. <laughs> so I thought if I just pretend it's offensive, then no one will want to hear it. You just just shout the word Soviet con just over and over again until it becomes funny. <laughs> Don't. <laughs> <laughs> Oh no! Can, 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 can you say it quietly and then like build up, like <laughs> build up to the big Soviet com? I mean, that's that's how it worked with your mum as well. Um, I uh, my, my 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 mum was Czechoslovakia, <laughs> <laughs> which explains why you look a bit like a country. I thought you were going to say something <laughs> else then. <laughs> <laughs> My eyebrows slowly, ever so slowly raised. Like, <laughs> what? Wait, where's it going to be? Where's it going to be? But then you finished it with the tree. I was like, you hey. finished it like Finland. Shut. <laughs> I think we should Brexit Robbie from this panel. <laughs> I think that Robbie should do what Scotland's trying to do. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying. But you won't let me have a referendum where I can leave. I just want to take the suit off, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I'm honestly well. hiding it right now. Ben, a genuine, a genuine question that I wanted to ask you. Yes. But I was going to wait until afterwards. Does your mum know that you're wearing that? <laughs> um, yeah, and she's here today, folks. <laughs> wait a minute, she, I recognise her. <laughs> she hasn't turned up. <laughs> <laughs> no, she doesn't. I borrowed, it from, I borrowed it from a friend, and it still stinks of a festival he went to in it. I borrowed it from, uh, I'm going to name drop him, my friend Sam. Um, uh. he, he, he brought up for the festival. Uh, Sam, Sam's uh, not a particularly fan of the Marijuanis, Um and he, he, he decided to wear it at the uh, festival, ironically, just so people would walk past him and say, "Oh, you're fun of weed, are you, mate?" Just so he could go, "Not really, not really." 
not really interesting. How, how did that work out for him in the end? It, it, that, that, just, that entire encounter just happened many times. He's <laughs> like, no, not really. How many times did it take before I stopped being funny? No, none really. Because I imagine, <laughs> I imagine the first couple of times it's pretty funny. People are like, oh, yeah, yeah, you're into Edo. And he's like, nah, no, nah, I'm not. <laughs> Fooled you. But, by like, but when he's on the third day, and he's, he's like, just fucking pack it in, all right? <laughs> Stop asking me. Pack it in like you'd pack it in a, in a bong to smoke the marijuanas, which is a thing that you do. Weed jokes, am I right? Are we going to have a, we gonna have a break? <laughs> are we, is there any more to do? We've done the bit we're going to do after the break. We have done the bit. I mean, half after the we did it. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, thank you all for coming, I suppose. Um, do we have anything to add on Eurovision? Um... I think it's a genuine. It, like, I don't. I don't think it's worth any time. Um, <laughs> I think we've probably come too far now, having done an entire show about it, mm. to, to to go back. But there's, there's 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 a lesson in there, which is don't watch Eurovision. Or do if you like. I, I mean, it's up to you. We're not telling yeah. you what to do, but don't watch it. <laughs> I will, <It's>, Mum. <laughs> it's, it's up to you. I'm not going to tell you how to live your life. Whether it's Eurovision based or otherwise, I mean, it's just because we love you. We yeah. don't don't want you to watch Eurovision. You don't want to have to do that to yourself. I mean, if you want to, though, like I don't mind. I'm not going to hold it against you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thank you all for coming. Um, I hope you've all had at least an okay time. Um, hopefully, a bit higher than that. Hopefully, we've sort of managed to work up towards yeah. quite good. Um, and enough that you might like listen to the, the, the podcast as well. Yeah. Um, if anyone, I mean, if anyone does want to hear any of this back, um, we are going to rip the audio from all of these mics, um, and we will be releasing this as a podcast shortly. So, if you've got um, any friends who, uh, you know, and you want to <laughs> say, to throw them, like, oh, there's a really good Eurovision show, and there's like a ten minute bit at the end where they didn't get any laughs, and you should listen to it. Just, <laughs> <laughs> just play it to them. <laughs> So thank you all very, very much thank for coming. You. Um, hopefully you've had, you've, had a good, uh, you've had a good time. Um, and to play us out. Have we got anything? to play us out? This is news to me. There you are, the new revision referendum. Oh, end of the PowerPoint. At the end of the PowerPoint. To play us out, it's the end of the slideshow. <laughs> <laughs> thank you everyone for coming. We'll see you next time. We've got uh, another show coming up, which we're due to announce very, very soon. Ish, maybe. Possibly. If it's actually finalised. <laughs> we'll see, we'll see, isn't. we'll see. Um, but yeah, thank you everyone for coming very, very sincerely. Um, you've all been wonderful. We've been Verbal Discharge. Thank you. Thank we you. love you. Thank you. Have a great night. I want to take this off. <laughs>